I had got to a point where I was tired of being nervous. <laughs> I was tired of being anxious and nervous. And I'm just like, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. And because I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this experience. I am not going to let anxiety take this away from me. So, you know, I played, I swung on stuff, I did pull-ups, I took pictures with people. I had a blast. <laughs> on this podcast, we talk exclusively to Black athletes. Whether you're a seasoned vet, a beginner, or someone just considering trying a sport, this podcast is for you. Hey y'all, thank you for listening to the Black with Endurance podcast. I am your host, Lonnie Woods, and on this episode, it's a little bit of a special episode. I am going to be talking about my experience on American Ninja Warrior. (laughs) So for those of you that have been listening and that follow me, you guys know that in March, I went to Tacoma to (laughs) to Tacoma to compete on American Ninja Warrior. (laughs) and so I wasn't able to talk about what happened until the show aired and the show aired on June 7th but what we did not expect is that I would not be on it (laughs) so they informed me that the episode would air about a week prior to it airing on June 7th. And then a few days after they told me when it would air, they sent me an email saying that the episode would air on June 7th, but my run would not be aired due to time constraints. So I was very disappointed. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I didn't think that that would be an option. I didn't know that that would happen. So I was really excited to, you know, share my run and for people to see me and to actually talk about it. But that didn't happen. But evidently this happens every season, I guess. Like half the people get aired and half of them don't. They, you know, don't say how they choose the people, but um, they do it. So I still wanted to talk about my experience because a lot of people were very excited for me and wanted to see my run. And I think that they deserve to know what happened. So I'm going to go back a little bit to talk about how I got on the show in the first place. (laughs) So a lot of people know me in the obstacle racing world uh, for, you know, doing a Spartan race. I broke my leg in a Spartan race. So um, I love playing on obstacles, ultimately. I I love running. I love going to the gym. But I found my love for obstacles about three years ago. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll always see me climbing ropes or on monkey bars or doing pull-ups in random places. I love it. That's what I do. So People always tell me I should go on Ninja Warrior and I'm like, yeah, like I want it to. (laughs) It was not like my ultimate goal. Like I'm not like one of those people that's like, I've wanted to do that since I was a kid or worked my butt off every day in a ninja gym because that's what I wanted to do. That's not that wasn't my goal. You know, I 
I do love the show. I love watching it and I will continue to watch it. And <laughs> I did love the experience and will probably try to go again. But um, the oddest thing was when I got contacted. I got contacted by a producer to be on the show in November of 2020. And they're like, would you be interested in being on Ninja Warrior? And I'm like, hells yeah. (laughs) So, but what people didn't realize is I had had surgery in February of 2020 to reconstruct my ACL. And then... Um, I was having issues with my ACL graft, so I had two more surgeries after that. My most recent surgery being um, the beginning of November of 2020. So I was a little skeptical before saying yes, but I honestly thought that I wasn't going to make the cut. I sent in my video. I knew I wasn't a ninja. I knew I didn't have any like ninja skills or whatever compared to all the other people. So I kind of didn't believe in myself in the first place. So I put in the video. I didn't really expect to get a call back. And then <laughs> in January, my surgeon told me that they wanted to go in again in my knee to look and see what was going on because I had this idiopathic swelling that wasn't going away and they had to keep draining it like um so I was preparing to go back and have surgery February 20th I believe I don't remember the exact date but I got the call February 8th to be on Ninja Warrior the call that everyone waits for, this exciting call, like you have been selected to compete on American Ninja Warrior. And I was in disbelief, like I was in awe, I was in shock because I just didn't think that that would happen. Like I was like, what? So I had to make a decision right then and there. So I accepted the invite and I told my surgeon that I wasn't going to have surgery. Like I would hold it off. Like I didn't want to miss another opportunity because of my leg. So I kicked it into high gear. I started going to more physical therapy. I started going to the ninja gym to train. I started going to the regular, I found a regular gym that (laughs) that was open at the time and got a membership and started training like twice a day. I was either at the gym and at the ninja gym or I was at the gym and at physical therapy like every day to prepare for this but the thing I also wasn't prepared for is uh, when people think of OCR and ninja they kind of think they're the same thing but they're not in OCR which is obstacle course racing it's running and there are obstacles So you have your distances like 5K, 10K, half marathon, you know, distances. And then there's obstacles. So when you're running, the obstacles are like a break from the running. And when you're doing the obstacles, the running is like a break from the obstacles. So they're kind of spread out. And Ninja is like having 6 to 20 obstacles back to back. They're a little bit different because 
it's it's not like heavy carries and pulls and stuff like OCR, but they are, and it's not like monkey bars, not regular monkey bars. You're basically flying. They're like laches and just swinging objects and there's ba- balance obstacles. Like it's never just a straight run, <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> So if you watch my videos, then you know, you know, I'm pretty strong upper body. I'm my upper body's really strong. And so when I first went into training, I'm over there doing 100 pull ups a day, like <laughs> doing pull ups. I'm doing laches. I'm climbing ropes. I'm, I'm focusing on swinging and, you know, moving my hips and stuff just in my core. But when I walked into the ninja gym for the first time and I told uh, Diego at Wolfston that I was going to be competing, um, he automatically put me into the advanced class. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so the messed up part was I couldn't keep up. Like, it wasn't that I couldn't do pull-ups or anything like that. It was the running, the agility... Uh, balance obstacles I was just falling off (laughs) and so at the end of the class Diego asked me what I was trying to do like what my goal was on Ninja Warrior and I was just like originally I wanted to hit a buzzer like I want to be the first black single mom to hit a buzzer on Ninja Warrior and please excuse the cars in the background (laughs) so that was the original plan. Like, I thought I could do it. I'm like, yeah. And then as I'm finding these weaknesses that I have, I'm like, you know, I just want to get through the first few obstacles. You know, I just want to get through those. And then Diego pointed out to me that the very first obstacle on every season of Ninja Warrior, it has been since the show started, is a balance obstacle. So I continued to train and I focused on trying to do these balance obstacles. And it was really challenging for me. It was one of the hardest things I had to learn and I kicked my ass in a high gear to learn this. I was at the other gym putting BOSU balls, medicine balls, and... um what are those other balls called? I don't even know. There are other like medicine balls. You know, they got the medicine balls that are round and hard. Then you have the medicine balls that are like soft that you like slam at the wall and stuff. So I was putting all these things in a line and running and like basically jumping on them to practice, to practice running on unstable surfaces. Like so I like day and night, like this was what I was doing for like four weeks straight until I got it to the point I was just flying around the gym, bouncing off little agility obstacles, grabbing ropes, swinging around. So I put all my energy into that and I like didn't even work on my lache or anything else for a while. <laughs> so by the time it was time to leave, I felt confident. I felt real confident. Um, so at the gym, I met a lot of people that were also going to be on the show um, that were going. Uh, one of them is a homegirl, Stevie Shari. Um, 
who was on the episode. So if you watch, make sure you check it out. And if you're not following her, go follow her because she is dope. And I'm hoping that she will get to go far in the ninja community. And I'm trying to get her to do a Spartan race one day. <laughs> but um, so moving forward to a little, well, not even forward. It What's going on behind the scenes while I'm training? Ninja Warriors contacting me, getting flight arrangements and stuff like that. But they do an interview. And so they go through all your stuff and, you know, learn about you. And they do an interview and try to plan what your run is going to be like. Like, it's a show, so they want to be entertaining. So the girl asks me if I want to bring my snake and if I want to tell my story and talk about Rock Era and what we're doing with the kids over there. And I'm like, of course, you know. <laughs> so we're planning this out, and I couldn't bring my snake, so they were going to rent a snake for me to have. Um, and then I asked if... Well, I told her about BWE because at the time I applied for Ninja Warrior, BWE hadn't been released yet. I didn't start the podcast BWE until December, but I sent in my application in November. So I didn't mention it. So I told her about it and I told her that I would want to come out to the stage with an American flag and a Pan-African Pan flag to represent that you can love your country and be proud of your people at the same time. Like, it's not an either or thing. They're not enemy flags. It's not like that. It's like, I'm black and I'm proud. And I'm also proud to be an American because of what this flag is supposed to stand for. So she she was excited and she brought it up to her producers uh the other producers and the showrunners and stuff like that so originally they were gonna from my understanding they were going to tell my story and highlight rockera i was going to have my snake and um my run aired or do that you know so a few weeks later, she contacts me and says that they said I can't bring the Pan-African flag. That it would be misinterpreted by the audience. And so I'm like, okay. <laughs> I didn't fight it. I just said, okay. And then a few days later, they tell me, oh, I can't have the snake because of um, insurance liability issues. And I'm like, okay, so, and I was like, can I bring my lizard? Like, and I couldn't bring my lizard, but oddly there is someone on the episode that had a frill dragon. So it was just interesting. Um, ultimately, um, that I don't think is the reason my, my run wasn't aired, but I do feel like the vibe change after... I asked to have the Pan-African flag. But moving on to the day of the episode. So we all had to fly out to Tacoma for this season of Ninja Warrior, where usually they have qualifiers in different cities around America. But because of COVID, we all went to Tacoma. So I got to meet a lot of the ninjas that were on the shows previous, and that was amazing. I'm grateful for that experience. And so... 
when we are doing our runs or whatever, when we go to the Decomedone to wait to do our runs to record the episodes, we're in the back room with a bunch of different ninjas, like new ninjas and past ninjas. Everybody is really nervous. Even the veterans that have been on the show several times, everyone is nervous. Just ball of nerves running around trying to warm up and practice. And, you know, some people are like just to themselves. It was it was very interesting. And what I think is that I had got to a point where I was tired of being nervous. <laughs> I was tired of being anxious and nervous. And I'm just like, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. And because I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this experience. I am not going to let anxiety take this away from me. So, you know, I played, I swung on stuff, I did pull-ups, I took pictures with people. I had a blast. (laughs) So when it's time for my run to come on, or for me to go do my run, it's my turn to go. I wasn't really ready, ready, I guess. It wasn't that I wasn't ready to do the run. Like, I'd mentally been preparing myself to do the run, because they kind of show you the, the course before you have to do it. They show you all the obstacles and they have someone show you how to do each obstacle before you even have to do it. So I felt I felt okay with that part. And I wasn't prepared for the whole TV part of TV, the whole lights and the entertaining part and the pressure they put on you to do something to be entertaining. I am not a... Um, I'm not really a performer, so I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm not a gymnast. I'm not coming out doing flips. I I don't have a flamethrower or a special talent like that. So I wasn't really ready for that. And then, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I just didn't expect it to be the way it was. It was really pushy, like... Not pushy in a bad way, but it was like they were, you know, they were doing a show. So they were, you know, trying to get it done. So it's like, go here, stand here. And then they put a camera in your face and they ask you a question. And then straight from there, they take you like to the stage. And then they're like, five, four, three, two. And you're supposed to start running. (laughs) And so ultimately, I just wasn't ready. I was not ready. And... I waved to my family. I was excited to see them on the screen. And I went and in at the gym when I'm about to go on my run or whatever, when it, it's time for me to do my run, I stop and I calculate my steps before I go. I did not do that in this time. So where I would have been calculating my steps and I would have made sure to start with my right foot instead of my left foot so I wasn't jumping off of um, my bad leg or whatever you want to say. (laughs) I didn't do that. And ultimately, I don't know how to explain how the shrinking steps are, the first obstacle, but there was nothing I had ever done that resembled the way that these steps are. They go from low to high. And they go from big to smaller. They shrink and they get higher and they kind of move when you're like step on them. So 
the key thing in these balance obstacles is that you have to step right in the middle of the step. If you could see the, the run, I could explain it better. Because if people see the run, they're like, oh, you made it. But in actuality, when you look at my feet, I messed up on the first step. And so as I went forward, I was struggling to try to get back. And on the second thing that you have is a rope. So you have to go from the steps and you have to jump to a rope to swing to the next obstacle. And that's how that works in the beginning of the episode, if you notice, everybody's run. And so when I get to the last step, my it's my left leg, which is my surgery leg, and I go to jump off. I don't jump that high because it's my you know, less powerful leg. Also, I grab the rope too low. And I'm I'm a pretty tall girl <laughs> and I have long arms and legs and everything. So it's not that I fell. I literally dragged my leg in the water. And so my run was over. And so I just let go of the rope and that was the end of my run. So I was I was laughing out of just, I don't know. It, I wasn't, I can't say I was disappointed because nothing about this was disappointing, but it was just the irony. <laughs> the irony that of all things, it was a rope. <laughs> like if you watch my videos, the most popular thing I do or the thing that I do the most is I'm climbing ropes. <laughs> like I love climbing ropes. So just the irony of Getting taken out on the rope was um, funny to me. But also, I didn't realize they have so many people compete in that competition. Like 500 people compete. And only like 100 people get shown on TV. And a lot of people fall just on the first couple steps. And it has nothing to do with really talent. Sometimes it's just by chance you just step wrong it's it could be the step is slippery it it it's really in the air like especially if you're not familiar if that's not your realm and it happens like you, people fall on the second obstacle people go you know go all the way to the end and can't get up the wharf wall it's different um different things uh, also, but I guess what I did notice was that the girl that ran after me, I don't know her name, but she went and I'm not sure which obstacle it was on, but she ended up when she fell, she ended up, I'm not sure if she broke her leg or tore ACL, but she got a leg injury and had to be taken to the hospital. And so I'm grateful ultimately that that didn't happen to me. Because, honestly, I wasn't prepared. Um, I shouldn't have even taken the opportunity. I should have focused on my recovery. But I didn't feel like I could pass up this opportunity. <laughs> like, I didn't think it would come around again. So I really wanted to do this. Like, check this off on my bucket list. And ultimately, if I would have waited and been more prepared, I probably would have did better. But hey, you can't cry over spilled milk. Uh, 
And people ask me if I want to go back or if I'm going to try for next season. And, you know, I think about it. I really do. Ultimately, I see people that are on that show and this is like their real passion. Like they have been working their half their lives to be on this show with the hopes of being on this show in their sport, in the ninja sport, in parkour, free running, whatever it is, you know, that they do. And it is their dream to be there. Like, <laughs> that is the goal. The And I don't feel that same passion, like, for it. That's, I got to experience it. And I, I, I don't know if I want to commit the time that is needed to actually be at a competitive level in that sport. Like, it, it, it's not my joke like that. It's, <laughs> I, I have a lot of other sports that I want to try. And I already have a sport that I love. And... I'm my cup is so full already like I don't know if I want to put another year into training for something I really don't see a future in like and now this season of the show they have a lot of young kids they um lowered the age and I feel like you know it's their time to shine it's the young people like you got the young ninjas coming out of you know different parts of the United States. You got the TikTokers and the YouTubers and that's, you know, their thing. So anyway, <laughs> that is my experience. Um, I've got a lot of questions about, you know, what happened and if they could see, if people could see what, I mean, the video. I asked, um, the producers if I could see the video or have a copy of it and they never got back to me so um, I don't think that is gonna happen but I really do appreciate everybody who has been in my corner who believed in me and I <laughs> hope that this isn't too much of a disappointment I just want to say thank you so much for all of the support for following me for listening to this podcast I really do appreciate you and um, just look out for what is to come. I'm working on a lot of different things that don't really include me, you know, jumping off of stuff <laughs> and flying from things, but um, it was exciting overall. So I don't have any regrets in that. I'm very, very grateful that I got the opportunity and that I did not re-injure myself. So that's all. Thank you all for listening. I wanted to touch a little bit more on a couple things. So some people might think that, you know, it was a loss by not being aired or, not, you know, not getting the exposure or not hitting a buzzer but it, it totally wasn't a loss in my eyes. It was a win because what people don't realize is because of 
everything that happened in 2020, the multiple surgeries, the pandemic, I was at a place where after they told me I was gonna have to have a fourth surgery, I was really depressed. Like I didn't wanna do anything, I felt hopeless. It was, it was really sad, like I just didn't, I wasn't myself. I didn't have anything that brought me joy at that moment. And so this gave me something to push for. And while training, ultimately, it made my leg stronger and the swelling slowly started to go away. So I didn't have to have the surgery. And it also gave me my confidence back. So I was able to do more things ever since that happened in March. I've done so many other things and got so many great opportunities since then. All because of the psychological effects of it bringing my confidence back. So I'm forever grateful. I will be forever grateful for that opportunity and I'm thankful for everyone that has supported me along the way. I don't want to hold y'all too long, <laughs> but let me know what you guys think of this episode. Um, if I should do more like this, I would really like to get Coach on here to talk about his experience and Kona. Um, so if you have any questions or any comments about this episode or about my Ninja Warrior experience, hit me up in the DMs at Black with Endurance or at Evolution underscore of underscore Lonnie on Instagram. Until next time, y'all. <laughs> Take care.